In this episode of Social Media Secrets, we are going to talk about ways to up-level your content creation. This is going to be really fun because I know that you have heard a lot of recommendations for up-leveling content creation. For example, you may have heard people say, you need to build a studio, or you have to have a higher quality camera, or you need to invest more time or money into editing or ads. Cue the list of tons of things that don't actually affect the real quality of your content. Now, I remember a few years ago, I learned from someone that people care less about the visual quality of the content that they're consuming, and they care more about audio. So minus that point, nothing that I'm going to share here has anything to do with how much you invest into your content, at least when it comes to money or equipment. It has nothing to do with hiring expensive editors or copywriters or anyone like that. And it definitely has nothing to do with things that are inaccessible to the majority of us. All right. So here are 10 ways to uplevel your content creation. And the cool part is all of these are free. That's right. All right. Number one, make sure that there are a couple of quotable sound bites in your content. Uh, a lot of times people will ask me about speaking and speaking gigs are very similar to creating content for social in one major way. People won't remember everything that you said. That's right. People won't remember everything that you said, but usually they'll remember the beginning, the end, and something from the middle. So oftentimes I actually like to intentionally craft a powerful quotable like soundbite for the first line of my content, the last line of my content, and then sprinkle one or two in somewhere in the middle. That is all that it takes to have people literally sharing your quotes, sharing your post, etc. So make sure that there are a couple of quotable soundbites in your content. Number two, if a piece of content didn't work, try it again with a new hook. If you're new around here, the hook is the first maybe 100 characters of your social media content. If it's a video, the first five seconds, it's what brings people in. It's what makes them want to watch, etc. So try your old content again with a brand new hook. Number three, don't make your content about you. Make your content about those that you want to attract. That's right. Make your content in a way that it relates to the people that you want to attract, whether that's dream clients, customers, uh, buyers, people that you want to influence, whatever it is that you want to do. Don't just make it about you. And this is one of the biggest mistakes I see a lot of people do when they're trying to build a business with social media. Make it about content that attracts your dream clients or customers. Number four, make it a goal that people walk away from each piece of content with somewhere between three and nine solid action steps, resources, or notes uh, for later on. Now, this has been really helpful, um, especially because one of my biggest pet peeves has always kind of been when people share content that's just really, really vague and fluffy. Meaning they say things like, uh, it's really important that you focus on SEO, so just do it. I'm like, great, that gave me absolutely nothing. But if you share with me resources, action steps, tools, things that I need to know, best practices, strategies, tips, things that I can actually write down and share with my team later on, you better believe I'm going to share you everywhere. So make that your goal with each and every piece of content that people literally walk away with things that they can write down, implement, share with their team, share with their network, etc. Number five, daily content creation makes platforms happy. Happy platforms don't just walk around shadow banning. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Make the platforms happy for 30 days and watch the magic that happens. Now, this is interesting because I actually learned this from Chrissy Connor. She's incredibly talented at 
uh, developing and creating and generating visibility for brands, business owners, personal brands, et cetera. She's so good at this. And one of the big things that I loved seeing was the amount of growth that she experienced when she did daily content creation on, for example, Facebook or Instagram. The platform that is happy pushes you out to a lot more people, even more so than you would normally expect. So shoot for daily content creation for 30 days and see what happens. Number six, both quality and quantity can work. However, quantity needs quality checks from time to time. A really good schedule that can help quite a bit is monthly quality checks of your quantity or volume-based content strategy. Number seven, master the art of storytelling for next level content. Easy, great book, everyone talks about it, but for a reason, is Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. I'm a huge fan of this book because it really helps me to understand how stories can really and truly make people feel connected, integrated, make things feel possible for people. It's a really cool thing to recognize the difference between transactional content and transformational content is transformational allows people to see themselves on their own hero's journey and resonate deeply with whatever it is that you are sharing. Number eight, get inspiration from BuzzFeed, Yahoo News, Twitter News. One thing I'm going to share, though, that's really important is the distinction between getting inspiration and stealing. Some people will literally take tweets verbatim and share them as their own with content. That is straight up stealing. So instead, what you can do is get really inspired by the content that you see that's performing well. How do you know which content is performing well for BuzzFeed, Yahoo News, and Twitter? Well, here's the thing. They have thousands of employees literally always checking the algorithms, what's performing the best, and they scoot that stuff on up to the top. So when you look at Twitter News, BuzzFeed, Yahoo, etc., you can literally see which content is performing the best and get ideas for topics based on what's at the front uh, front page of each of their news uh, sections. Number nine, be one of the first to report on industry changes. Now, this is one I got to kick myself in the butt for a little bit because I've kind of slowed down on sharing industry changes. But back in the day when I used to share that, oh my gosh, our content was taken off nonstop. And this is something I really need to work on. I'm sure if you're listening to this too, you're also like, dude, I got to work on this. But when you're the first one or in the first, you know, 10 people in your industry to report on industry changes, oh my gosh, people are going to flock to your content. It's really, really powerful. So I'm a huge fan of getting into that mindset of setting up maybe Google alerts or checking the news on uh, in your industry each and every morning and then setting aside some time to quick create content on it throughout the day because trust me, this makes a huge difference and this is reminding me to do that again. And number 10, interview experts, celebrities, and authors to boost the attraction of your content. I remember... Uh, I don't do a ton of interviews, but when I get the chance to connect with, um, there's one audience in particular that I'm obsessed with, and that's authors. I really like them because they're weird, and they're quirky, and they're nerdy, and I just really feel like every time I speak to authors, especially those who are authors by profession, there's just this amazing, like, I'm going to use that corporate buzzword, there's an amazing synergy and an understanding of like, oh, you're weird, I'm weird too, which is awesome. And I think a lot of people get really confused um, <laughs> when they talk to authors because they're like, they're awkward and the timing's weird. And so, yeah, absolutely. What do you think they did? Made tons of friends growing up? No, they read books. They stayed inside. Hi, I am a part of the stay inside and read books crew. I mean, I literally went to 
Mexico and read, it was somewhere between eight and 10 books in seven days because that's my style. I actually sat in the shade sometimes in the sun, but it's hard to read books in the sun, literally just reading the entire time. And people might think I'm antisocial. No, I'm super, super, super social. Anyways, this is a little tangent. Probably didn't need it, but that's totally fine. Uh, the truth is interviewing experts, celebrities, and authors, what it does is it positions you as a credible source, especially for the people who look up to those experts, celebrities, and authors. But if you're anything like me, I just really like to connect with kind of nerdy, quirky, weird people who are a little just awkward because I can feel that way a lot of times. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Social Media Secrets. By the way, if you want to learn a little bit more about creating fantastic content and some of the workflows, tools, strategies that I absolutely love, head on over to rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast. And there I've included a juicy resource to support you with content creation for social media. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye for now.